episode 155 of the hop nation usa podcast and we're here on our zoom meeting with co-host adam of course happy to be here and we have two returning guests on the same video window nikki and eric thanks for having us yeah great to be here welcome back uh you know we're just kind of going through our guest roster and bringing people back as you know as we feel and anybody we feel like subjecting to the horror of Bruce Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> people we just want to, you know, talk to again. Right, that too. Yeah. That too. It's a good excuse this. to reconnect with people. Yes, yes. Uh, so we're cashing that one in. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, of course, we'll be reviewing episode six of Bruce Brothers in the second half of the show. But in the first half of the show, we'll be talking about a whole bunch of other things. I've got a big list of news and also, I just wanted to talk to Nikki and Eric because they are part of the group of people who have been ordering beer to be delivered to their house. So Yay, that, I love it. Kind of want to hear a little bit more about that process because yeah. I haven't gone that far yet. It's amazing. It, it sounds like you're not going back. I hope it continues for the you know future because it's so great. Yeah. Let's hope. Yeah. So just to kind of go along with that, though, there's something else happening in PA with a a new law that hopefully will just continue forever. Governor Wolf signed into law that we can now have to-go cocktails, which is fantastic. I'm going to order so many margaritas (laughs) (laughs) to-go. So to-go cocktails works as it's a minimum of four ounces or a maximum of 64 ounces so you can get a half gallon of <laughs> of white Russian, I hope. <laughs> I'm going to start uh, stocking up on my half gallon milk jugs. Right? Yeah. Yeah. What is the container going to be at these different places? I'm curious. The hangers doing margaritas and growlers. Mm. Nice. Uh, margaritas and Long Island iced teas and growlers. Long nice. Island iced teas and growlers? Yeah, you can get a growler. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, be careful, Eric, because you might not be going back to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a weekend there. <laughs> yeah. Woof. Yeah, so, yeah, it, it, uh, that seems like a fun thing, and I hope that continues as well. But uh, you guys are getting, you guys have Tired Hands and Voodoo beer coming to your house. And yes. do they already get delivered, or is it on its way? Yep, those two are already delivered, and I keep thinking about some other ones uh let's see what else is delivering i think levity's adjurate theory out of virginia will deliver to pa residents and uh i feel like there was another one i was thinking about i always make carts (laughs) and then i i always think about the eight four packs i just ordered from voodoo and tired hands and then i I delete the cart (laughs) so probably soon but yes we ordered voodoo through i forget what they're calling their system 
but Tired Hands is the Dudley Direct. And How'd those show up? Did it just like come by FedEx or? No. Did you, so did you have to sign? Yes. Well, not sign. Yeah. So no contact. No contact <laughs> delivery. But I guess FedEx and UPS, but don't quote me on it. It was the email from, I think, Tired Hands said the larger carrier services won't deliver beer. So it's coming on like smaller ones. Yeah. So yeah, it was like an unmarked van or SUV that pulls up. This is how they're <laughs> <laughs> like, we ordered more than they're just like, beer. Let me see your ID. And then they hand you beer. Yes. <laughs> that just so sounds tired, so shady. Yes. <laughs> tired hands was like an unmarked van and you had to be there to show your ID. We have like a glass door. So we just showed the ID through the glass door. They put it down and left. They can't deliver if someone is not there with an ID. And then Voodoo is their own vehicle and it's a green vehicle. I've, I'll have to bring up Voodoo. Like green color or green like good for the environment? I think Electric. it's both. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be both, but I ordered Earth Day weekend, and they included a free jalapeno starter plant with my beer oh, order. Very nice. So again, I, I had to show my ID through the door. They called me ahead of time and asked if I wanted tomato, jalapeno, or lettuce. And I said jalapeno. So they left my four four packs and my jalapeno outside. That's nice. fantastic. That's yeah. a that's I'll, a lot better than somebody was offering a beer deal of a uh, 12 pack of Iron City and a bag of chips. Oh. <laughs> that's not as not quite as healthy. No. <laughs> Delivery though. Yeah. So how long did it take from when you placed your order to uh, delivery to your door. How long did that usually take? So Voodoo, I believe I placed an order on a Sunday or a Monday for the next. My zip code is a Sunday delivery point. They mm, have okay. Saturday zip codes and they have Sunday zip codes. So my zip code is a Sunday delivery. But depending on where you live around Pittsburgh, it's only around Pittsburgh, I think. Mm -hmm. Depending on where you live in Pittsburgh, you might be a Saturday delivery. I just looked it up. Their system is called Beer Me. And okay. so that one was by the weekend. And Tired Hands, I think, was only about a week also. Oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah. yeah. And I got IPAs, so I'd, I'd like them to be fresher. So it was nice to see I didn't have to wait a whole month to get an IPA so I can drink it as fresh as possible. Right on. Nice. Well, speaking of IPAs, what's everybody drinking tonight? We kind of jumped right past that. We kind of did. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, Steve, you never get to go first. What are you okay. drinking? Well, I'm drinking an IPA. That's why I kind of oh. <laughs> came to mind. <laughs> so right now I'm drinking the Die Hard Fans IPA by Stone. Hmm. And it's a 7.7% IPA with 80 IBUs. And it's pretty much just all mosaic hops. So yeah, a very classic West Coast style IPA. And so when you said it was a diehard fan, I assumed there was going to be a picture of the Nakatomi Tower. Yeah, unfortunately not. <laughs> that is 
disappointing. No Hans Gruber falling out. Yeah, no Hans Gruber. Uh, no Samuel L. Jackson. No convoy of dump trucks with mosaic hops. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, otherwise, it's a pretty much just a classic West Coast IPA, and it's really nice. good. Nice. Nikki, Eric, what are you guys uh, sipping on? Well, speaking of a voodoo beer delivery, we are drinking their Good Hops Brent by Voodoo, and this is batch number nine. So I looked it up on Untapped because there is zero information on the can, but I sent a picture to Steve. The can art is pretty excellent. Ugh, I turned off the mirror. My here we go. And this is. 6.6 ABV, the IBUs are not listed. It's a New England IPA brewed with rotating hops, which is why this is batch nine. Batch nine is dry hops with Australian Vic Secret and US BRU1. Oh, okay. <laughs> Experimental. Yeah. Yes. It's not bad. I like it. Right on. How about you, Adam? So I, uh, surprisingly, I'm going to keep this IPA train rolling. With an anchor Jeepers. steam, right? <laughs> no, it is not the anchor steam. That has been retired to the second shelf of the beer fridge. Uh, but I knew you guys were going to be on it, and I had a hunch there was going to be IPAs involved, so I figured I'd, I'd bite the bullet. Uh, and I have the, uh, the East End South Oakland, which oh. is part of their neighborhood series. Yes. Uh, 5% ABV. So nice, nice light drinker for a day like today where it's, you know, 75 and sunny. Uh, it is made with Tulsi, which is some sort of uh, holy basil. I know it's part of Indian culture. I don't know. Uh, they say it's supposed to have tastes of blueberries and citrus. It's not bad. Not bad. I, I don't hate it, which honestly is saying something. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't hate it. You don't hate it, and you're drinking it on your own. I mean, yes. nobody twisted your arm for this one, so yeah. Yes. Good work. I, well, granted, I've got a few of the East End uh, Neighborhood Series cans that came along with this one, but I'm going to mm -hmm. save those for a nice Saturday session. Did they, You picked those up at Creekside, right? I did. I did. Did they just uh, give you a mix, uh, like a mixer for? So, yeah, they, they had uh, pre-made mixed up four packs oh that's cool mm -hmm. so it was they they didn't have it you know just one four pack of of the the south oakland and one of the mount washington etc cetera, etc cetera. it was one of each and they had two or three different sets of mm. varieties that you could you could grab i like I, that yeah, yeah i do too if I you guys haven't been to creekside it's worth the uh a little bit of a trip no. where where is it swickley ish Oh, yeah. what do you mean worth the trip? <laughs> we live you know, ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> a, a stone's throw. Oh, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Um, what is this? See, tomorrow I I messaged. I don't. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this on air. I don't know why not. I messaged Hitchhiker because I need that coconut cream pie. Mm -hmm. but, yeah. I live out by Swickley, so I said Creekside hey. definitely has some. Oh, I did. It, I asked about Robinson Giant Eagle, but Creekside would be even closer. I said, 
will it be at Robinson Giant Eagle? And he said Friday. So that's my only plan tomorrow. <laughs> Find coconut cream pie because abjurations was outstanding and I don't have any. So I'm hoping it's equally as good. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to this on a Friday, as you should, I, I was looking at Creekside's social media on Thursday and it was, they already posted that they're going to have some. Mm-hmm. They put it up on Twitter and I was like, oh, I'm going to go there. But now that Adam's also confirmed that they kind of do those mix-up fours of the East End, yeah. I have I have double reason now. Yeah. I'm definitely going there. So they're open right now too? Yeah. Yes. Uh, they don't have a, a huge selection of local craft, but what they have is is the good stuff. Right. They, yeah. uh, they bring the ruckus for sure. Also, I feel like, I mean, with all they post on social media, I feel like I see that they have more than like House of Brews and Robinson. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And they get some of the, the other uh, breweries. Like they have, they have a good amount of levity there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a decent amount of shoe brew, things like that that are not necessarily fully mainstream, but definitely part of the Pittsburgh craft scene. Yeah. They're, you know, they don't do in just grist house just hitchhiker you know they get into the the other breweries as well it's 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 worth the uh, the jaunt out there for sure eric already has it up on his phone like up the <laughs> app. so can we wrap this up <laughs> I have to there before this episode airs so i know so we're not fighting out. people <laughs> <laughs> it's okay nobody listens anyway you'll be fine <laughs> Well, let's, let's stop talking about it. That way it'll fall out of people's heads. They won't yep. think about it anymore. Let's move on to something else. Some pretty big news hit the, hit the airwaves. The, I don't know. I guess it's airwaves now because it's all Wi-Fi and internet. But uh, Great American Beer Fest is going to be virtual this year. They've, they've done away with doing the big event. Yes. And they not only that, but they moved it from September to October as well. Yeah, it's October 16th to the 17th. It's all virtual. And they don't really know what they're doing yet. (laughs) Untapped moved their festival to virtual. And you can order. There's two ticket packs. And they come with eight or 11 beers. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'll host a a live where you taste your eight to eleven, and everyone's tasting the same eight to eleven beers. I forget if it's eight or eleven, but one of them sounded one of the packs sounded nice. It had a the one that stood out was it had pseudo sue in it. Ah, ooh, yum. So the price tag was I think like $80 for the eight to 11 beers. I forget, but it's supposed to be for two to three friends to share each beer during the live. So. Is that still supposed to be during the, I think it was the June time frame. I think that's when they had it last year. I actually think their dates might be, I have the email, I can bring it up. I think their dates might be exactly the same. Yeah, it's, okay. yeah, it's supposed to be June 13th and 14th. Ah, flag day. Very nice. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, re- I'm reading about it right now. It's, uh, yeah, it was going to be, it's 11 breweries. So it's like $89 
and you get 11 breweries. Yep. Okay. As well as a $10 gift card. Oh, yes, that's part of it. And I think maybe a $10 credit to that company that sends out beer. Uh, mm, okay. like untapped store. No, it is a $10 credit to the untapped store and I believe a $10 credit towards it's something like Tavor, but it's a different company hmm. that's going to ship out all their beers. Hmm. Very nice. Yeah. Eric and I will likely not do it, but I thought it was very neat to see this change in society and beer fests and yeah you brought up the great american and don't know how they're gonna structure it so maybe they'll take what untapped tries and see if the successes and maybe the mishaps from it have there been any large uh virtual beer fest yet uh kind of the mainstream ones have any of them gone through that yet no i can't think of any no because like like we were saying last week or the week before the first one that's happening is coming up at the end of the month mm-hmm. that logger and friends because no, no other beer fest has really gone through it yet right so right. it'll be that one and then i guess this untapped one might be the first big big one and then like nikki was saying gabf can kind of temper their feels towards that one of the things they did mention in the press release about the gabf one though is they're thinking about having some sort of like local brewery activation. So like maybe you can go to a brewery or a bar and the taps will feature beers. Is that's the way I'm kind of reading it. I don't, I, you know, don't take my word. Yeah, The the press release that I saw got a little fuzzy towards the end. And that's because they don't know what they're doing yet, but (laughs) right. Right. Uh, the way I read it as well, one of the other things was they were still going to have the professional judging. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure how they're going to do that. I assume people are just going to, you know, mail their beers in like they normally do. And yeah, well, have to readjust their judging. Yeah. The, I think the problem they're running into that is that it's over like a hundred plus judges. Mm-hmm. So that's still probably too big of a group to gather. Yes. So they're, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. And they're looking at like over 7,000 entries. So that's a, like a logistics nightmare to get over 7,000 entries to over a hundred different people. And if they're not all going to be in the same space, all I could say is good luck. Yeah. Good luck to them, but it'll be interesting to see what comes out of that. Mm -hmm. Um, something else I wanted to revisit uh, last week we were talking about the uh, the brewery, the city brew tours, and their yes. online. We were talking about how like they have a they were doing hundred fifty dollar beer and wine tasting or beer and cheese pairings, and that wasn't. We got bad info. That wasn't exactly what's going on. <laughs> yeah, we got a little bit of bad info from an article that we took from, but um. The real thing is that $150 package is for 10 people and, is, and it is a corporate event. Mm. If you want to do yes. beer and cheese pairings on your own, you can for $15 a person. Which is much more reasonable. Right. Way reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't no, even I would, be mad about that. I would that. totally do a beer cheese flight for $15. Mm-hmm. 
Well, yeah, you, you don't get the actual uh, beer and cheese. You just get an invite to an online session. Oh. And the, the well, the thing with is, is people from City Brew Tours, most of them have all passed the level one Cicerone. So they have that ability to kind of do beer and cheese pairings with, you know, their craft, craft beer server license. So they have that ability to walk you through it. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's better than what we were talking about last week, which was like much better. We thought it was $150 a person. <laughs> yeah. We, we admittedly, we kind of beat them up a little bit yeah. with the information <laughs> that we had. Uh, fortunately that was, I'll say fortunately that was false information. Yeah, I, I not, think so. Not fully vetted out, I'll say. <laughs> no, the, the article was bad information. That's, that's yeah, what that's I, what I'm saying. Yeah, but Brian Hathaway from uh, City Brew Tours w- reached out to us and was like, "Hey, that's not correct." And I was like, "Well, I'm sorry. Tell me what's right. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what's because so, right, we'll say what's right." Yeah, yeah. So, so shout out to him to getting uh, getting a hold of us and letting us know, setting us straight. Yes. We're we're not perfect. We try but we're not. But yeah, so that, that's just another online thing though, as everything seems to move online mm-hmm. and I'm okay with it. Cause I don't really give a shit. I don't, <laughs> I don't love crowds to begin with. So <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> and yeah. Hey, if a beer fest can come to me, I think the idea of sending beers is really cool because one of the worst anxieties I get about beer fest is how will I get home? Yes. I want to enjoy my time out, but that also means I can't safely drive. How much is an Uber going to cost? Which is why Pittsburgh beer fest, you know what? It's a, it's a great event they do, but no one wants to drive me home (laughs) a half hour away or I'm paying an arm and a leg. And then luckily Eric's, poor father shout out to him uh he drives me home from the mad mex brew fiesta (laughs) but if the beer fest can come to me that's one less thing i have to be stressed about i just have to make it to my bed upstairs and even if i don't even if i don't make it to my bed upstairs at least i'm safely inside (laughs) so so yeah thinking about that let's revisit the price point on that untapped it's $90 and you get 11 beers. So that's, that works out to about $8 a beer, more or less, you know, in and around that. Right. And but I then, assume those well, are full size beers. Yeah, I can it's only, full, yeah. It's full size beers. And they're likely things that you're not going to be able to get in your local market. Cause like uh, Nikki said, pseudo Sue was part of that package. It's not yeah. something terribly available here, but we can get it at vintage sometimes. <laughs> yeah. They listed like five spoiler beers mm-hmm. for each pack and they they don't seem bad pseudo sue is the one that really stuck out to me though one of them was the banana macadamia fudge cake by Ooh. decadent sounds pretty awesome <laughs> that does sound awesome but i'm uh, severely allergic to bananas you don't know if it's severe. <laughs> I'm still alive, uh, so I guess it, it's mild. It's a mild allergy. Do not let him stay on the air. He's still with us. It's fine. It's fine so, for now. You can try that one. No, because I can't drive you to an ER. First off, I don't know if they'll take you. Secondly, 
I will be drinking a delicious Imperial Stout. (laughs) (laughs) That that untapped one sounds not too bad. No. It's kind of expensive, but it's it's something exciting to look forward to. Right. Being stuck at home. We're not doing a lot right now. (laughs) We're always looking for something fun. Yeah, so... I mean, it appears like there's an online stream involved with it as well. So you get a little bit of content that way. And as you said, if you're not paying for an Uber, that, I mean, that cuts your costs. Mm-hmm. So, it all kind of equals out, really. Is there a special badge for it, too? I'm sure oh, okay. there's got to be. Absolutely. <laughs> Untapped already has a badge in the works for that day. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm gonna sign up because I need that guy. <laughs> Give me my credit card. Sign me up. <laughs> so okay, so reading this uh presser here, you get beer from Allagash, Burlington, Decadent, uh Fiddlehead, Finback, Industrial Arts, McKellar, Oxbow, Single Cut, Sloop, and Toppling Goliath, which would be the pseudo Sue. So aside from single cut, decadent, and Allagash, we don't really get any of those. Mm-mm. So that for Pennsylvania, yeah. for a Pennsylvania person, that's not terrible. And the, I mean, looking at the decadent, it's an imperial stout. Looking at the Allagash, it's a Belgian triple. So mm. you're getting some high octane stuff too. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, even the ones we can get, those are those are some pretty cool beers. Yeah. I'm just really surprised that Decadent is bringing out a beer that isn't an IPA. I don't think I've ever seen a Decadent stout before. I've seen them. I've never seen one before. Like I have. It's always like marshmallow and something. Oh, yes. They always have like marshmallow things. Yeah. Yeah, it's, It's always dessert time IPAs. Yeah, or dessert time stouts. It's all dessert time at Decadent. That's in the name. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've seen a coconut macaroon stout at one point. I didn't buy it, but Ooh, I seen it. <laughs> that does sound good, though. <laughs> I drink that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of the, the news and the goings-ons. I just thought that was interesting as we're getting more and more online with our drinking. But... No, I think all that's neat. I'm curious, uh, going back to the Great American Beer Fest and Untapped, I wonder how much of that was internal decisions and how much of that was being driven by by government decisions. Uh, Like, say, the uh, governor of Colorado or the governor of North Carolina saying, hey, these aren't going to happen through the end of the year, period. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they've gotten out that far yet. Uh, you know, I think it's good. I think it's a little column A, a little column B, because you got to think about Great American Beer Fest being thousands of people descending mm-hmm. on Colorado from all over the world. Right. right. That is that is an epicenter if I've ever heard of one. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you know what? The Brewers Association doesn't want to be that first event that re-sparks a second wave. Right. Don't be Let that it. guy. Yeah. Let it be the Super Bowl or something stupid like that. Right. And <laughs> don't you don't draw. want it, even, even if just a few cases, you don't want to be known as, well, this is the event where my friend got right. it again, or right. I got it again. And then 
does that tarnish your reputation? So. Exactly. Craft, yep. craft beer has got enough problems as it is. So <laughs> don't be the one that like restart sparks a second wave or something. Don't be mm. that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I really feel like the Brewers Association had it on their mind already of like, man, we can't hurt the industry with this. We got to find something better. Yep, totally agree. Didn't need to be told by the government. It, but then again, you think who's in the government? John Hickenlooper, you know, who has been the he governor. He would be a good guy to have in that position for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's been a you know, past governor. He's had association with beer. So yeah, he, he probably is a little little close with those people as well mm-hmm. so right I, yeah nick just a, a quick question since we're talking about that on a national level on a local level with a little beer tasting group obviously things are kind of put on hold indefinitely yeah uh, i i know that we've had at least one uh bingo night uh are there any plans for anything more uh in the future with that so we have had a bingo night and I thought it was a success. I thought it was really fun. And then I spent the whole next day delivering goodies <laughs> in the, in the rain. But I do, Tom and I do have additional surprises. We had a certain amount and we actually split it in half with the idea that we would already have a second event because it didn't seem like we would be able to meet in person as quickly as we hoped. So Tom and I will have to coordinate a day. Uh, May kind of disappeared. I don't don't know if anyone else (laughs) knew it's already uh, the end of May, but it is. (laughs) And who'd have known? It just kind of flew by. (laughs) I swear, just a second ago, it was like March 17th and we weren't in quarantine. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, it did snow a week and a half ago, so. Right, that yeah. Is, so, I don't, I don't know what But, <laughs> yes, Tom and I let May kind of fly away. But probably in June, look for emails, follow us on social medias. Okay. And Bingo Night was free to attend and we had some pretty neat prizes some stuff from first sip stuff from i think we had a fueled by hops glass uh we bought patrick's gift cards to not only help patrick's pub but also that was a prize shout out to patrick's also i think they're doing to-go cocktails coming up soon excellent i will be looking out for those Oh, also, last time I was with you guys, I don't know if it was on the air, but you guys told me not to sleep on North Country Sours, Mm -hmm. and Patrick's had a four-pack of this blueberry cobbler one. Amazing. Yeah? Absolutely Mm -hmm. amazing. It was good. So, thank you for telling me North Country Sours are good, because I would have just totally... Passed it up. Hey, North Country, if you're listening, when are you delivering? Uh, <laughs> when are you delivering? I'll give you my address uh, for the shout out. You're welcome. <laughs> that, that might be like a thing where you have to go meet him at the Grove City outlets and do a trade off or something. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've done more for less. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's 
uh, if you're you know thinking about joining our little tasting group, just uh, don't forget to jump on a littletasting.com. They can sign up for the uh, the email on that site, can't they? Yep. Yeah. So they yeah you yep. can get your well, emails for when the next event is. Yep. Everything we're doing is communicated through our newsletter that you can sign up for on our website. We also have an Instagram, a little beer tasting. I've been posting all my beer deliveries that have been coming in. <laughs> and then we have a Facebook and that also has my beer deliveries, but also Tom's been doing unboxings by first set brew box and things are happening. Follow us, the little beer tasting group. Right on. Right. Cool. Well, jumping back to everybody's IPAs, how are they treating everyone? Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. It is a good IPA day. It's nice mm -hmm. out. We have the windows open. So I think it tastes even better because of how nice today is. Yeah, ours is very hoppy. Uh, it's fruity, but it has that other taste. I, I wonder if that's that BRU1 hop yeah. that I'm not used to. Not bad. Though. A little bitter at the end, but yeah. I like that out of an IPA. Not all just orange juice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll say the same thing about mine. It's, I mean, it's a little bit fruity, but it's super bitter on the back end. Like Adam would hate this. But. <laughs> I think Adam would hate mine too. <laughs> Fortunately for me, I don't hate this one that I'm drinking right now. Yay! <laughs> and now that it now that it's kind of worked its way through the glass a little bit, warmed up a little bit. I'm actually starting to taste a little hint of the blueberry that they were talking about in the description. So that does exist. That actually is in there. Because at first I couldn't find it. It's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. It's there. So yeah, not bad. Not bad. Cool, cool. Well, I think that's going to do it for segment one. And we're going to come back. Segment two. We'll get into episode six of Bruise Brothers. And I think everybody has a lots of thoughts on this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is good because otherwise we wouldn't have anything to talk about. No. <laughs> the show may be bad, but at least it isn't boring. <laughs> so let's take a break and we'll be right back. First Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Welcome back to episode 155 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. I'm still here with co-host Adam. Of and course. And we have Nikki and Eric. Nikki, of course, head of a little beer tasting group, along, with, along with Tom. And they're returning guests here to talk about beer and also talk about Netflix's awful show. <laughs> but we'll start Not even going to sugarcoat it anymore. Nah. But we'll start with beer. <laughs> so what... Uh, has everybody grabbed a new one for the second segment of the episode? Yep. What are you guys drinking then? 
We have a Duke of Bakefordshire by who makes this? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I went to go, I went to go clean the can. I, I was reading her phone and then she swiped, <laughs> and then it was gone. <laughs> it's by Sorry. State Fair Brewing Cooperative out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's a twelve percent stouts that is pecan pie inspired pastry style with whole pecans and maple syrup and vanilla. Dude, it sounds fantastic. Boozy tasting, but great like aftertaste of the vanilla and the yeah. pecans. I opened a piece of chocolate with it and it goes very well together. Nice. Do you guys say pecans or pecans? Pecan. pecan. I think I go with pecan as well. Yeah. Is it different depending on what you're talking about? Like sometimes, like you say, like uh, pecan pie, but then like the hmm. pecan sandy is the cookie. I don't know. I said I think those are the only two opportunities beyond <laughs> just talking about pecans. <laughs> Eric is just trying to avoid talking about Bruce Brothers. <laughs> Fair enough. Seats the room. <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk more about pecans. <laughs> you know, to to be fair, I might actually say pecan sandy simply because yeah. it's the it's the double a sound that sounds better together. Yeah. So I might actually say it that way. But Adam, what are you drinking? <laughs> I'm still continuing on the uh, the East End, uh, South Oakland. Uh, it's it's an IPA, so it takes me a little bit longer to get through it. Okay. To be honest. Uh, but okay. then I, I, I must clarify a little bit earlier. I said it was part of the uh, neighborhood series. It's technically the you are here series is uh, what they're calling their overarching 90 neighborhood series. Yeah. So I, I, I feel like most people know it colloquially as the neighborhood series. It, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. if we're, if we're going to be right, we got to be right. You just made somebody's day in Herndon, Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell. <laughs> Hey, they're clarified now. So if they happen to travel, you yeah, know, they know what to ask for properly. <laughs> That's true. So I've moved on, and I have a new beer. And we were talking about Tom, who co-runs a little tasting with Nikki. And I actually traded Tom for a beer. We went stout for stout. <laughs> I gave him one of those collective arts, all the things, nightmare ice cream beers that I really enjoyed. And he gave me this beer, which is from Insurrection Ale Works. And it's called Just Like Mom Used to Make. It's an 8.5% stout with uh, chocolate chip cookie dough. Ooh. Yes. It's, uh, I, I don't get much like cookie dough wise, but it has a real strong chocolate bitter back end. Mm-hmm. That's very similar to like if you just took a handful of chocolate chips and shoved them into your mouth before, <laughs> before like eating them or melting them or anything. See, I want to laugh at that, but I've totally done that while uh, uh, sitting at my desk at home. Exactly what that <laughs> <means> like. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm living that life right now. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, very solid stout, very dark as you can see uh, from the picture. There's actually a black logo on that glass oh, you wow. can't, yeah you can't see it because the stout is that dark <laughs> so. wow 
Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I thought this one was pretty dark. <laughs> but yeah, that's also pretty people, damn dark. People put it up in post. <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> I actually think so. It's been a while, but I'm pretty sure my stout I'm drinking is also from Tom. Oh, I, believe, I believe it was a birthday present. So we are both drinking Tom Stouts. <laughs> well, there you, there's Tom. Also, shout out to Tom. He's making a barrel aged beer right now. Mm-hmm. And he said he'll just keep it in the barrel during quarantine. So I don't know how strong <laughs> it's going to get. <laughs> just all evaporate. It'll be said, like. A couple cups worth of syrup. <laughs> I said, hey, if it turns out like six ounces we have to share among 12 people, so be it. <laughs> we won't drink it. Because yeah. you know what, Tom? It's going to be good no matter what. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, well, Adam and I were actually there on that brew day. We were there when it went into the barrel. So. Oh, yep. Yeah. When was that? So it's still in there. That was January, January? February. Yes. Oh, wow. Because it, it was cold. cold I know that. It was cold and snowing, so. <laughs> I saw him the other day. I had a wine-making crisis. I started a wine and then realized I don't have a six-gallon carboy. Mm-mm. So I had a wine crisis, and luckily I live down the street from Tom, who's, you know, his whole garage is just a brewery, and... <laughs> He told me that he's just keeping it in the barrel. And I said, good for you. Yeah. Just let it ride. Yeah. I've been yeah. It. Is it a full-size, like, giant barrel? No. Yeah, I think it's like... Uh, I think it's a 10-gallon? Yeah. I ten, think it's 10. Yeah. yeah, it's a 10-gallon because he, he split two 5-gallon carboys from the batch. Yes. So, yeah, it was a 10-gallon batch. And I think he originally said he was going to debut it at one of the little tasting events. But then he's like, well, those aren't happening well, live. So I still think that's his plan. So that's why he's yeah. leaving it in there. That'll be an Uber night. In 20 years, when we can meet at Super Tom will have a syrup for us. Today. Everybody gets one little eyedropper drop of it. <laughs> Bloop. Yeah. All right. right. I think we've put this off long enough. Yeah. Time to move on. Time to move on to the unfortunate show. Episode six. Episode six of Bruise Brothers. Netflix's bad investment. (laughs) Netflix's bad investment. (laughs) I mean, they have a lot of them, but this is also one. (laughs) Netflix has a lot of garbage. If you've already seen uh, Avatar, The Last Airbender, you need something else to watch. Yeah. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll recap this episode and then we'll get into Nikki and Eric's experiences because you guys actually started the series because of me. So yeah, that's, thanks. Yeah. Uh, also, can I just let everyone know, I started the series and I immediately sent a a dumpster on fire as a picture to Steve. Yes. <laughs> We're really five minutes in and I already knew this is a, a dumpster fire. And now Steve I know needs this to exists. know right now that this, this is a dumpster fire. So, no, go on, recap. Yeah. 
No, it, 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 it was, it was nice to know that you didn't feel too differently from me. So <laughs> I don't know anybody who thinks differently on this one. I, everybody I've talked to is not Ryan, impressed. Ryan and Sam kind of like it. but I, see, I, I thought they were kind of being generous. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, Ryan and Sam kind of like it. I've actually seen some support on Facebook, but not on Twitter. Hmm. Definitely not on Twitter. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so to recap episode six, this week's episode is all about bottling versus canning. And the two Bruise brothers are arguing as to whether or not they should put it into bottles or cans. Oh, of course. And that's the plot of the episode. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's fine. It it. It's a decent plot for an episode, but again, this show is poorly written and everything sucks. So, (laughs) (laughs) right, I think there is a valid debate to be had about bottling and canning, and I think I'm sorry if I'm talking too soon into your recap, but no, that was it. No, okay. Oh, okay. Yep, that's all they need to know. Yeah. I think they brought up valid points about, you know, the second fermentation happening in a bottle and how successfully can it happen in a can. But the way the show presented it was just dumpster fire. (laughs) Yes. So I just, it's bad. Nowhere near as bad as the first episode. Oh my God. It has gotten better. The yeah. first episode was so bad, but you see that even with excellent TV shows. Yeah. The mm-hmm. first episode of Firefly. Garbage. It's terrible. Firefly's There's, amazing. Like, you don't hate all it. the characters. <laughs> like, no one's funny. There's no, you don't care about anyone. But then episode two and the whole rest of the seasons are great. But this. It went from horrible to just still bad. By That's, now, yeah. you keep watching it, though. No. Like, Eric can watch you, it without. You guys <laughs> watch six episodes of this, and now I feel like I'm invested enough to I'm keep not. watching. You got to make that those last two laps. You got to <laughs> yeah. You gotta finish it up. I won't lose an ounce of sleep. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I need to know what happens. Yeah. I, it, I, if it wasn't if it wasn't for me setting this out and saying we're going to do it for the podcast, I would have quit at te- episode one as well. Yeah, yeah same here. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah the, the, I think the one thing is is like episode one and two were so terrible and they were like over the top awful because episode two was just all PP stuff. Like, mm-hmm. and that was so like abysmal. But like now the show is actually just kind of boring yeah like they they try to be edgy but like the edgy jokes don't work because they're both delivered wrong and they don't make sense and they're not funny yep and they're still not likable yeah (laughs) i i it's six episodes in and i still have no vested interest in any of them Eric and I yeah. had to IMDb the names of the characters because we didn't think we'd remember any of them. <laughs> Not even the actors, but the characters themselves. Yeah. yeah. The actual characters. I could only remember Chewy. And then we had to look them up. Yeah, we had to, we had to look them up to prep ourselves to just talk about how awful it is. <laughs> I don't know. I think there is humor to be had in the craft beer industry. And... 
I think there's stories to be told in the craft beer industry, especially in the service industry. You see so many movies and shows that are successful that relate to people in the service industry, bartenders and servers. And this show can't relate to any of them, I feel like. Mm -mm. As someone that has bartended, served, and loves craft beer, I didn't relate to any character. I didn't relate to any storyline in all six episodes. So they're just doing a bad job. And there is stories to be told in beer. And and oh God. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Boy. yeah. Yeah. But I think you're right, Nikki, is in one of the ways all of those like storylines usually relate to people is also relating through bad customers. Mm-hmm. Like they, those kind of stories take advantage of making customers unlikable and that way you root for the servers in some way. Yeah. yeah. But this show like rarely ever does that. I think my favorite character are the two founders. <laughs> like the two founders. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Picture that's a hundred pounds lighter. Right. Like he's like, put in your order for insulin now. And, Those and, are my favorite characters. And th- and that was kind of amusing in this episode in that the two founders for those who haven't been following are two guys that bought in early to the brewery and now can drink for life, you know, for free. And in this episode, they're using exercise bands to work out in the bar to do the direction. Yeah. That was kind of amusing. So I'm going to bring something up here that I just noticed now that I'm looking at the screenshot that you have up, Steve. The the beer list in the background. The third one from the bottom, uh, Vice Power. Oh, holy shit. I just did not see that either. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Pretty. Yeah. Good eyes. Uh, okay. Wow. So, yeah. Good eye, Adam. And I, that's yeah, really bad. That is really bad. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that information. I just know that that's bad. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, we had that discussion last week of how, like, they had changed the tap list to be less sexual in nature. But yeah, I think that one's a brand new addition to the tap list this week because I yeah. didn't see it last week. <laughs> yeah, but I'm 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 able to read through some of them and not all of them are are sexual or, you know, bad things like that because there's one up there that's the the late checkout pilsner. You know right. what? That's a fine name. I, right. I you can yeah. see that in any brewery. Right. Yeah, but the then late checkout throw those stinkers yeah. out there. They throw vice power in. That's, <laughs> right. Uh, Ugh. So yeah, the other, the kind of B story in this episode is that they, the, the dildo shop down the way that is for celebrities only is getting a new shipment of dildos. And so they need a new character whose name I do not remember. I don't either. Laszlo. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, yeah. looks like somebody I, looked up the looked characters up before the this show started. <laughs> Bring them up on the board. Also, we watched it like a half hour. A half this. hour. Oh. <laughs> well, we started it, what, two days ago when yeah. I sent you the dumpster fire. But I mm-hmm. I was not willing to watch all of them. <laughs> That's fine. So, I don't. <laughs> uh, it was Laszlo. His name was on the box. And okay. Then I do like all the like art humor names they made for him. 
I don't remember any of them at this point, but they kept making like Picasso and Salvador Dali jokes, but mm. about sexual right toys. Which that also reminds me to come to go back to the beginning of the episode, the beginning of the episode where they're bowling the kegs. They recognize uh laszlo and they say oh is he a celebrity because he's at the celebrity dildo shop which Mm -hmm. prompts adam to start naming quote-unquote famous brewers yes and he starts with the brewer from lagunitas and that's not to say he's not a famous brewer or anything but that seemed totally out of character because adam doesn't respect anybody no. So why of anybody would he pick the brewer from Lagunitas as somebody he recognizes as a celebrity? Right. That was that that seemed like complete fan service or as close as you could get to fan service. I feel like Lagunitas is known for their IPA and what does he say like the first or second episode like IPAs are for like brewers that don't know what to make anymore or something right. like that. Yeah. That yeah. got picked out of that thing. And I feel like Lagunitas is when you think of Lagunitas, you think of Lagunitas IPA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, I don't know. It's just something that stuck out to me because it, it plays against Adam's character as a beer snob, but also lends to his character as somebody else has pointed out that he isn't a beer snob. He's just the representation of Facebook of craft beer facebook because yeah. you know he'll 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 get off on the brewer from lagunitas but he'll shit on everybody else mm-hmm. you know and then he also thinks his beer is the best anyway so yeah it, i don't know it his character is still i don't know not not good yeah. <laughs> i i feel if there was if that was the direction they were trying to take to you know represent facebook as a whole there had to be a better way to do it than one of the main four characters of this show. I feel that would have been much better represented on a more of a secondary character. Customer. Customer that goes on like untapped a lot and is on their high horse a lot. He, yeah, he isn't likable and I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know anyone that I've met in the craft beer industry that is like him. So I don't know where they are basing this character off of that is that extreme. And yeah. Just, and just cause he's too much of a mishmash of different things. Mm-hmm. Like, and we've talked about it a lot before. Like if he was for German purity laws, that would make sense. You know, that he was against every other kind of beer. If he was for other things, it, so yeah it's just too much of a mishmash of not mm. understanding beer which is why we say he's like the facebook of beer yeah it's yeah. too much it's it's too many you know incongruous thoughts mm. that he holds <laughs> it's like they try to make him the sheldon of the series but mm-hmm. but he's not he's just like him pro himself yeah not I think he, they, they were trying (laughs) to like take the average beer drinker and like make fun of the beer snobs out there, but I can be pretty beer snobby. So like, are you coming at me? (laughs) 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 Like how you're saying it's a mashup of Eric. When you say it's a mashup of things, like some of the things I'm like, 
is that me? Right. <laughs> Did I mash up in him? <laughs> am I not like the blue collar beer drinker? Because at times I am, but at times I'm the truffle beer drinker. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, it, yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's a, kind of a failing on the writing, but it, ju- it was just another interesting thing that popped up in my mind. I was just like, oh, why does he, why does he recognize these people as, you know, top tier? So, no, I yeah. didn't even think of that, but it, it is weird of him to do that. Yeah. And speaking of not recognizing beer things. Ah, <clears throat> uh, damn it. If you, if you, I know exactly where you're going and I'm pissed about it too. Yeah. The other side of this episode is workers in a beer distribution facility not recognizing terminology of beer (laughs) right and so we get into the edgy humor of this episode and that's where adam and wilhelm are having an argument over the beer and they are referring to a belgian quad as a quad a man in a wheelchair overhears the argument and gets offended because he thinks they're making fun of him calling him a quad, saying that they don't like quads. Ha ha, hijinks. Later in the episode, it's revealed that this guy is the head of the Canning Distribution Center. <laughs> in Los Angeles, California. Right. How do you work in California in a beer distribution canning center and not know Belgian quads are a thing? No, it was very unrealistic. I think it was their, like attempt at situational humor i didn't find it funny if anything it just like caused stress of like come on he would know and you're just trying to make a a plot twist Mm -hmm. and like it's making me feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. (laughs) because like it's a a joke about and it's not a joke about disabilities but it like it's your plot to his twist trying to like go on disabilities when like the guy would obviously know about a Belgian quad. Yeah. And I, I think they, they grasp for straws there. And I don't know. I, I hated that whole part of the plot. It, it felt like it, it was trying to be a curb your enthusiasm yes. moment, mm-hmm. but like it had to be explained to me too much. Like it wasn't immediately obvious what was happening in the situation until like the whole thing happened. I was like, Oh, oh okay. That's- right. And I think part of that explanation is I don't, I've never heard anybody call somebody in a wheelchair, a quad in a derogatory way. No. Yeah. So they had to invent that and I to make never- it fit with beer terminology. They had to invent a, can distribution center that also doesn't know about belgian quads which are i would say one of the biggest belgian imports also they had to invent a condition where if you cough you pass out (laughs) just just so chewy can be in a chair and make the situation worse (laughs) which was already grasping for straws to stay alive and it was this joke that didn't die should have died it should have died in the writer's room if, if i'm being honest yeah. yeah and it i like i knew the second that chewy passed out and he put him in the chair and that guy turned the corner that that's where the joke was going and i hated it even more yeah uh, i hated the joke even more 
Just to jump back for a second, though, they didn't invent that condition. It does exist. Oh, so uh, and I, I apologize. Hold on, guys. We're I'm all sorry. we're all apologizing. Today. <laughs> so, my, my own ignorance. Yeah. So uh, the condition we're talking about, though, is called cough syncope. And that's where you get a coughing fit and then it can lead to you passing out. Uh, yeah. So it's not just one cough and you pass out. Yeah, it's usually a coughing fit. But um, there, there's actually also a brewer and I believe he's in Tennessee, uh, and he works for the company Fainting Goat Brewery. And he has a condition where laughing will actually make him pass out. Oh. Yeah. We, we've talked about that. that in a past episode. So hmm. you did know that, Adam. You just forgot. And so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we've done 150 plus episodes. A couple of things are going to go through the cracks. I know. It's a, it's a, it's a fun bit, though, every time Adam has... <laughs> A goldfish brain of just like I didn't know that. No, you did at some point. I just <laughs> I didn't retain it, and I'm okay yeah. with that. Don't make so, fun of his condition. Thank you. <laughs> we just went over this. Goldfish brain isn't a real condition <laughs> <laughs> until I get to Wikipedia. Yeah, I'll get that entry taken care of. Yeah. yeah so I see that whole part of the plot. And apparently, Los Angeles only has one can distributor. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else wants to be at that business yeah. and they can't go to, you know, San Diego or any. Well, how else would they have bottled their beers in glass dildos? Yeah. If that wasn't the plot. <laughs> Which brings us to the final points of the episode. They had to lose the canning facility because of that guy who thought he was being made fun of for his condition. So they had to go to the bottles and the bottles are all I, I hated I hated, <laughs> I hated that part how how did they get approval from their parents I don't um, know <laughs> or are they actually Money. adults I, I don't that, know I, yeah, that might be an adult I hated that and then literally when Wilhelm was like well we're never gonna forget that I thought I'm never going to forget that. <laughs> I blame you. So, so, Adam, for those listening at home, do you want to explain what the picture is? No. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> like, zero percent. I'll explain it. <laughs> so, the denouement of this episode is because they lose the canning, they go to bottles. And they need bottles on the quick. And the dildo guy from before just happens to have a bunch of hollowed out glass dildos for whatever reason, <laughs> because, because the script said so. <laughs> and they have to bottle on the quick. And Chewie says that a bunch of his guys can come help. Chewie's guys are a youth soccer team. And he brings in a bunch of children way under the age of 18 to bottle beer into glass dildos. And at one point, one of these children, for no reason at all, decides to shake the bottle up and he sprays himself, giving himself a money shot to the horror of everybody around. Yeah. Including and those everyone watching. Watched it. <laughs> yes, and everyone watching. The show <sighs> sucks so bad. <laughs> it was the eye roll I had during this scene was. It was bad. It was bad. 
it was so convoluted to get to the image that we have up on our video right now. <laughs> it, it's like that was the goal. Like right. they started with that idea. <laughs> and then wrote backwards. In, backwards. in the writer's room, <laughs> someone sketched that on the board was like, everyone. We need to make this happen. How do we get here? And they're like, I have it. The guy that owns the only canning place in LA is also a quadriplegic and they talk about Belgian quads. Boom. Plot done. <laughs> oh, so bad, yeah. guys. <laughs> Yeah, it was yeah, it was so convoluted to get to that because even just the kid picking it up and shaking it in his face doesn't make any sense. Like, why would he do that? And why would nobody stop him? Because you can see in the photo, Wilhelm and behind him. Yeah, Wilhelm and Sarah are right behind him. They didn't stop him from doing that. They just watched it happen. That was probably take like nine or ten. They're like, no, Wilhelm, get closer. Sarah, you guys have to be in the frame. Get closer to the right. <laughs> Remember where your paychecks come from. Child, yeah. shake it again. Netflix wants you to do this. <laughs> it's not funny uh, if we don't see you react to it. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was it was bad. Two more episodes. Yeah. Two more episodes. Yeah. Guess what we're watching after this. Hey. Hail now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we will invite you back to yeah. do, right. this, I, I, do the series wrap yes. up. Um, you know, I, I believe we're going to do the t- we're going to do the two episodes, and then we're going to have a big episode at the very end with everybody on that's been on the past, and we'll get final thoughts on everybody's thoughts on the season, and then and start a petition for season two. No, right. no, a change.org. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so bad. That image, take it off the screen. <laughs> so ner- nerds have nothing else to, you know, they have no Snyder Cut to beg for anymore. So maybe they'll just <laughs> beg for season two of this. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put this out there right now. If season two exists, I will not be part of any review on this show. Yes, you will. Shut up. No, it's your job. No. My job. Oh, yeah. Oh, my paycheck depends on it, huh? Yeah, it does. <laughs> no, not happening. You guys aren't sponsored by Netflix for yeah. these episodes. Fortunately, not. No, you're just doing this. I don't think Netflix sponsors people to talk bad about their product. <laughs> All right, I take everything back. Ten out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not already subscribed to Netflix, you should do that just for this show. Yeah, there's plenty of things on Netflix that are good, like Border Town and <laughs> uh the IT crowds on there. Oh, the IT office. Oh, I didn't know that was on Netflix. Yep. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Is yep, community yep. on there now? Community's on there now. Nice. One plenty, of the best shows. Plenty yeah. of good things. <laughs> But no, we have to watch this instead. Yeah. I know. Thanks, guys. I don't know. I'll just, I'll just like watch Stranger Things and you guys watch season two and we'll just talk about those two things. It's, it's just warming up. They're, they're getting oh, there. It's so bad. But I will say it's better than episode one. But that is like episode one was a 2% audience rating from me. Yeah. And episode two through six was a max 12% audience rating. I, I will give them props that it's actually in a brewery. 
like they show brewing process and actual equipment like it's not just a set that they talk mm. about things it's i don't know what brewery that is but they actually film there yeah it's a it's iron triangle we learned that last week oh is it yeah so. that that's what the smeller guy yeah yeah that's that brewery oh. yeah 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 so yeah that's actually iron triangle but uh, yeah, thanks for coming on, guys. Uh, if you have anything you want to plug, like a little beer tasting, go ahead and plug that again. Okay. Uh, come check us out. We have a Facebook and Instagram, a little beer tasting group. And um, if you follow us there, you'll get our next virtual bingo trivia something with prizes because i have prizes still to give so join us it's free uh if you live out of pittsburgh i may not be able to get your prize to you as easily um but if you live within pittsburgh i just kind of did a big old route and delivered prizes so coming out with us and then as of right now we have a picnic in august as of right now, we have a picnic in August. And then also we meet monthly at Patrick's for our tasting as soon as Patrick's is allowed to serve food inside and also accommodate a group as large as ours for a tasting. So follow us for more information when we start tasting again. Right on. We, we look forward to it if and yeah. when it happens. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get back to it eventually. Yeah. If you want to follow us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA and that'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher like Stitcher Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, and every other thing that ends in cast. We're on them all. We're also on YouTube with the video elements. You can see what we're laughing at and how terrible everything is. And if you're on any of those platforms, leave a five-star review because... We are a six-star show, but they only let us use five. And that's more illegal than child money shots in a brewery. Uh. (laughs) God, I hate that show. (laughs) Two more weeks, Steve. Two more weeks. Yeah. Yep. Well, three. Three. Well... Two two weeks of episodes. episodes. Two, weeks two of episodes, episodes that we have to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. It can't get much worse. <laughs> you say that. I'm pretty sure it no. can't. I'm pretty sure it can't. They've expended everything. <laughs> <laughs> if they, All right. Let's... They, I, I, aside, I mean, even though you did find vice power on the uh, chalkboard, they haven't got into racism too hard yet. So Let's I imagine keep it that way. So I imagine that's one of the next two. It's probably great. racism. <laughs> probably going to hit some racism. That'll, that'll be a treat. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Op Nation. I think it's about that time. Okay. Bye-bye. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Wash your hands. <laughs> Don't touch your face. <laughs> <laughs>